But as we know, last week, if you were listening to the show, you would have heard uh, the Minister for Transport, Infrastructure, Logistics, Eva Lawless. She joined us on the show and talked us through these amendments that were made in Parliament last week that she said would make our road, bus and rail networks, as well as our waterways, safer for Territorians. Now, it included the strengthening of legislation to allow transit safety officers to ban people from entering buses and bus stations when they behaved in an offensive, threatening, violent or disorderly manner. Now, joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more about how they felt about these changes and whether it's going to make any difference, the Transport Workers Union uh, Branch Secretary, Ian Smith. Good morning to you, Ian. Good morning, Cody. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, these changes went through Parliament last week. Um, What was the union's reaction? Well, it's a good step. Anything that's going to strengthen um, and make people consequence for people's action has to um, be of some assistance. But it's on the ground that we're going to need to see some change. Now, um, the bottom line is... Um, that's great news, and I, you know, the government's important. Yep. We're on the right track where we're starting. You know, our three-point plan. There was some. We need some consequences to people behaving badly. Now, this is a start, but we certainly need um, more TSOs on the ground, so there's more people out there that can actually police it. Mm. Big presence. Yeah, and I know that. So. I had wondered that because I thought to myself, it's good that obviously uh, the transit officers can now or they'll now be able to ban people from entering those buses and bus stations. But I had wondered that. Do we have enough transit officers? Our our position will be no, and certainly the drivers will say that's the case. But by giving them more powers, uh, certainly that's going to assist. So, you know, we're not going to... We're going to continue to keep pushing... um, for the three-point plan you know we need you know it it is one thing is about giving a consequence but we need to make the drivers safe in the first place so Mm. a full driver protection system in place needs to go in so we've done a fair bit of work on um, coming up with some recommendations which we will be putting to the government Um, we're just trying to organize a meeting with them in the at the moment um, which um, with some actual costings you know, our understanding on the current bus uh, network, network systems they have yep. for around about $1,200 per bus. I know it's a big expense. Yes. There's a full, proper protection screen that goes across that will protect the driver fully and will and fixes a lot of the visibility issues that the screen causes. And Ian, you um, want that, you guys want that on every bus, that, uh, that $1,200 full protection screen, you want that on every bus within the network? Absolutely. That number one keeps the driver safe, and that's what we must do in the first instance. Um, so then there's no incentive for these people to behave poorly. Um, that stops that, so that'll help. Certainly the legislative change that the government's putting through, we applaud. But once again, more people on the ground is important, mm. absolutely important. And then the education piece, which we've done already and yeah. we will continue to push, we have to change people's habits. We have to change what occurs in the network because it's not good enough because of, we need an effective, safe public transport system in the Territory. And Ian, we got that at the moment. how have things been going on our bus network over you know the last couple of weeks since we last spoke? Well, drivers are getting pretty frustrated, as you'd understand. Um, and look, I think everybody's been under a hell of a lot of pressure 
through this, this pandemic and through the times it's causing. So the frustration bears from everybody. Yep. But, you know, we need to keep working extremely hard to make change and this union will never stop until we get something in place that does that. And, you know, um, I think there's an appetite. Well, there needs to be an appetite to address this because it's, it's the benefit of all Territorians. Yeah. And all bus drivers. Well, that's right. The bus drivers and absolutely everybody that is on those uh, those buses each and every day. I know that it is the the form of transport for a lot of Territorians. Mm, absolutely. Well, so we're going to keep working hard, and as I said, um, in the near future, we'll be sitting down and want to meet the senior people in the mm. government. And then I believe that in the next couple of weeks, there's another the the network committee is gets back together again for its normal. Uh, quarterly meeting. So yep. once again, we'll be pushing that argument and, and we'll continue to push that argument. We need change and we are going to make sure that change occurs. Hey, Ian, just on those, uh, the full protection, uh, the $1,200 to on each of those buses, how many buses are we talking? Oh, now, that would be a good question. I, I think BusLink maybe have a couple, at least a couple of hundred and there's probably about 50, so yep. between 250 and 300 buses. So it's a considerable... Uh, outcome for the companies which own the buses and for the government owns them as well. But I think the cost of work cover claims, of damage to um, vehicles, to um, the cost of security office, everything there goes on top. So if we can reduce the antisocial behaviour that occurs in the system, there's major cost savings there. So it's probably cost effective to do these sort of things. Understandingly, we all understand that all governments are under pretty severe pressure with finances and everything because of the pandemic, but people deserve the right to to go about their business in a safe manner. Bus drivers in the system deserve to be able to go to work and go home safely every night. Well, Ian Smith, the Transport Workers' Union Branch Secretary, we always appreciate your time. Thank you for having a chat with us today. No, thanks, Hallie, and good, thank you. good afternoon or good morning to your listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, um, and yeah, just chatting there, obviously, if you've just joined us with Ian Smith from the Transport Workers' Union about those changes that came into play last week, uh, the government making those amendments in Parliament that they say are going to make people safer um, and allow those transport safety officers to ban people from entering buses and other base, bus stations when they've behaved in an offensive, threatening, violent or disorderly manner. And... Uh, and it will mean that those bus networks were with the transit safety officers. They're going to have more powers. Uh, so they'll be able to ban people from entering the buses and bus stations, like I said, uh, when they've behaved in those ways. But these amendments included uh, giving them the power to deal with a person who assaults someone or damages property within the bus network or a bus station when the offender is outside a bus station and making it uh, or making an assault on a transit officer an arrestable offence. So they were the changes that came into play last week as you've heard there from Ian Smith um, yes it is a good step it's a good thing uh, but what they are calling for is um, these full protection for all of those drivers so these uh, those sort of cases I guess you'd say that uh, that are around the bus drivers around $1,200 each for those uh, full protection screens on all of those buses to keep them safe.